Hello, Overcoming Monday listeners. We took a little bit of a break over the summer because our team at Clayton King Ministries has been running our annual Crossroads Summer Camp. So that means we've spent six straight weeks this summer serving students by helping them feel loved and sharing the gospel. This year, we celebrated 26 years of doing summer camp. We served over 87 groups from nine states, 3,000 students and leaders. We saw 650 professions of faith, 300 commitments to serve in ministry, and we raised $25,000 to support missionaries overseas. That means we took up $25,000 from teenagers and from student leaders to support people in overseas missions. These things are amazing. And I'm not usually a numbers person, but I think unless I tell you some of the numbers of what we've done, you don't quite understand the scope of what we do every summer. Each day of camp, we have two services, which include times of worship through praise and preaching. The messages are always so inspiring. So this year, I'm creating an entire podcast season so that you can hear some of the messages which I know will encourage you. And when you find them inspiring, I wanna ask you to do two things. First, share these podcasts with your friends, family, and people who you think will benefit. Secondly, we have our annual winter conference in Gatlinburg, Tennessee for students where you can hear many of the same speakers from this podcast season. The dates this year are January 14 through 17, 2022. So if you're a youth leader, a student, or even a parent with teenagers, we would love to have you. You can sign up today at crossroadswinterconference.com. And if you mention Overcoming Monday when you register, you'll receive a special gift. Also, if you're interested in having Clayton or Marquise or Jacob or me come and speak at your church or event, you can visit claynking.com forward slash speakers and fill out our speaker request form. That's claynking.com forward slash speakers. So, Enough with all the information. Now let's get to the podcast. On today's episode, we'll hear from hiking Paul. He's a daddy of two and a pastor in Clemson, South Carolina. He and his wife are good friends of mine. And hiking spoke at Crossroads Camp this summer about living our lives on mission for God. He taught us that a fully surrendered life to Jesus is what discipleship actually looks like. This is a powerful message for every believer. The primary scripture that High King preached from is Matthew 28, 18 through 20. So let's get started. Well, hello. I'm so honored and grateful to be with you today. Come on. There we go. Come on. So good to be with you all. As Clayton said a moment ago, my name is High King, and yes, that is my real name. Uh, oftentimes, people will ask, "Where does that come from?" Um, I'm black, just so you know, if you can't tell. Um, and that's what we do in our culture. Our parents name us things that um, you know you don't see anywhere else, out of uniqueness. And so I embrace it. And so people ask, "What does it mean?" Uh, again, it's just that I'm black and my parents wanted to give me a unique name. And so my hope is that my name points to the high king, Jesus. Amen. Can I get an amen, somebody? So, uh, so grateful to be with you today. Uh, I do want to first off just give honor to uh, my brother and my sisters, uh, Clayton and Shari King. They're such a uh, great friends to me and such a blessing to me, people that 
my wife and I get to look up to and get wisdom from, uh, not just by what they say, but what they do with their lives. And so I just want to give honor to you, uh, Clayton and Shari, and just say thank you for who you are. Thank you for who you are to me. And I believe that we need to give a round of applause just to give thanks to God for them. And so now that I've addressed that, um, I have a question for everyone in the room today. I know that we've been doing a good job at uh, crowd participation, uh, but I have a question. Does anyone know what the most purchased book in humanity is? Anyone know? The Bible. Okay, great. That was easy. Okay, now I have a, a second question. Anyone know what the second most purchased book is? Harry Potter. Somebody say Dr. Seuss. That's easy. All right, here, I'm, I'm going to give it to you. You ready? All right. It's called The Purpose Driven Life. It's by a pastor out of L.A. His name is Rick Warren. He wrote this book called The Purpose Driven Life. Why? Because everyone in humanity is asking the question, what is my purpose? Who am I and why was I created? What am I called? What am I meant to do in this life? Maybe you've asked this question. I know I have. Growing up when I was your age specifically, I feel like the one question that everyone wanted to ask me was, what do you want to be when you grow up? I'm like, I have no idea. I'm six years old, <laughs> right? I want to do what everyone else does. I want to be a professional athlete. But the reality is there's not many professional athletes. And then there are other people who say, hey, I want to be a doctor. I want to, you know, I, I, I want to do this or I want to do that. I've never heard anyone say, hey, I, I want to work at Burger King when I get older. Right? I'm not throwing shade. It's just a reality. People ask this question in such a way that we try to figure out in our minds what we need to do rather than asking God, who are you calling me to be and who are, what are you calling me to do? Right? So in this time that I have with you for the next couple of moments, I simply want to talk to you around this idea of purpose and what God has in store for you and I. Because the reality is there are so many different things in our world that we could do, but in the kingdom of God, there is something specific we should do, okay? And the title of this message, if you want to write this down, it's called Commissioned the Purpose According to Jesus. It's called Commissioned Purpose According to Jesus. Now, we're going to go to God's word, so if you have a Bible... You probably know this scripture because we quote it a lot because it sounds amazing, but I, don't, I not only want to read it to you, I want to give you a simple application. And it's in Matthew 28. It's called the Great Commission. Just by a show of hands, anyone ever heard of the Great Commission? Yes. Amen. We all know of the Great Commission, but I want to say this before I read this. What is commission? This isn't on the screen. But there is a mission, and co means going along with this mission. So in my time today, I'm going to talk to you about the mission that God has in store for you and I as his disciples. So in Matthew 28, in verse 18, starting in 18, it says this, And Jesus came and said to them, his disciples, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. This is beautiful. Go. Therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, 
teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of age. Let us pray. Father God, we bless you. King Jesus, we thank you. Holy Spirit, we host you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your disciples who have gone before us to remind us of the commission that you call us into, this this purpose that you have for each and every one of us as followers of you, King Jesus, the life that you have for us and the life that you want to live through us. Bless our time today, and we pray this in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen, amen, amen. Well, first off, we need to define what is a disciple. Because if, if God, Jesus, is giving this commission to his disciples, you and I are technically disciples. In our society today, people identify with us based on this word called Christianity. But if you look in the Bible, you see the word Christian maybe three times, but you see this word disciple nearly 300 times. So it's not that, it, that the word Christian is bad, but when I look at the context of America, people identify us based on the word Christian, but they list, miss out on the word disciple because they see more Christians based on talk rather than seeing more disciples based on how we live our lives, okay? So the word disciple means this, to, to simply uh, a fully surrendered follower of Jesus. So the reason why this is important is based on the information that I'm going to give you unpacked from this text. If you and I are going to call ourselves disciples, there are specific things that God calls us to do and this purpose that he's given us. And so if you're taking down notes, the first purpose is this, disciples go. One, disciples go. I think that oftentimes we miss out on this passage of scripture and and what Jesus called his disciples to do was to go and make. But oftentimes what I see too many Christians in society do today is to sit and wait. Why? Because we oftentimes come into a camp space just like this and we sit in our chairs. We go to our church gatherings every single Sunday or Wednesday and we sit in our chairs and we're waiting on the pastor to tell us what to do and Jesus himself is saying to his disciples, you and I go and make more. Why? Because you can only make what you are. In our world, there are so many people who try to make so many different things. I want to do this, I want to do that. I can't make anything in the kingdom of God if I am not that very thing myself. So the question is, are you a fully surrendered follower of Jesus? Are you? And if you're not, you're going to have an opportunity later today and tomorrow, potentially before you leave, to surrender your life to Jesus Christ. But Jesus says the first thing is to go and make. What are we making? more disciples, which leads into my, my second point is this, is, is you go and make, disciples go, but disciples also know is the second thing. Disciples know. What do I mean by this? I want to tell you this. I have a four-year-old son and a, a three-year-old daughter. My four-year-old son, he has a, when he talks, he has a, a funny way of talking. I don't know if you have any siblings or maybe you were like this when you were little, but when you ask him something, there, there's something with his speech It's kind of funny for him to say, like he can't say his R's very well. So this morning, <laughs> I'm, I'm reading my Bible on the, on the front porch. He comes to me, he said, Daddy, I, 
I, I can't find a, 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 a moat. I'm like, what? I can't find a, a, a moat. He's trying to say remote so that he can turn on the TV. It's cute now, right? But if he grows older, then we'll put him in, in speech class. But I share that because a few, uh, about a year and a half ago, there was a tornado that came through our community and wiped out everything. And my, my family and I, through God's grace, were able to get into our closet uh, and be protected. And it was at night, so we didn't have to see this tornado. But we woke up the next morning and we saw that the trampoline that my kids love was missing. It was gone. It was out of sight. And what happened was we go outside and we're looking around and the trampoline moves from the back of the yard to then hits my neighbor's roof on the top of their house, pokes a hole in their roof, and then it's dropped right in between my house and their house and it's crippled. And so my kids are, of course, upset and I'm like, I'm so sorry that the tornado took your trampoline, we'll get you another one, hopefully insurance will cover it. Uh, daddy's waiting on, you know, some more money to come in and then I'll purchase you one. Um, but we had some friends come over for dinner a couple nights later. And my son's trying to tell my friends what actually happened. So he says to them, uh, we miss our trampoline. The potato came and took it. <laughs> and I said, uh, the potato, okay. So, so my friends are like, excuse me, is, is your son okay? <laughs> I'm like, hey, he's four, okay, like, leave him alone. He said potato, he's trying to say tornado, right? And so I use that as a funny illustration simply because I had to explain to my, my friends what my son was actually trying to say. Here's why this is important. In this passage of scripture, Jesus says, go and make disciples of all nations. I wanna translate for you because in America, Christians have misunderstood what Jesus was actually saying to his disciples. The disciples in this time knew exactly what Jesus was saying, and it's time for you and I to know the same thing, okay? When he says baptize in of all nations, what he's saying is all ethnicities, okay? The, the way that we see this word in the English translation is we see that our mission is to go across the globe to, to, to do missions for God. But what he's saying is there are people in America today of different ethnicities and we can, can be used by God right here where we are right now. Some of you are going back to Louisiana and God wants to use you in Louisiana just like he wanted to use you in this space, okay? Some of you are going back to North Carolina or Tennessee. What he wants you to know is that you can be a disciple of him and carry the mission wherever, wherever you go. So that means when you go into the gas station and you pay for something, God can use you in that space, right? That means when you walk into your cafeteria, and oftentimes now that we're not segregated, but we still feel that way when we walk into our cafeteria, the black students sit on this side, the white students over here and the Hispanics over here, what you should be doing as a disciple of Jesus Christ is when you walk into that space, God, where do you want to use me today? Because I'm carrying your good news and I wanna give it to those who are around me, right? There are people, come on, we can give him a clap for that. Can I tell you the beauty of our nation in the United States of America is people wanna talk about there is a, a race problem. No, there, there's not a race problem, there's a division problem. 
and it comes from the spirit of the enemy. His name is Satan, but we have a God, who, a, a living God who lives inside of us who is asking us to go and make disciples of all nations. And in our nation, we have people of different ethnicities in our, in our sphere of influence. Does that make sense what I'm saying? The beauty of this morning is that you had Clayton and Shari who's welcoming us. We had a Hispanic guy leading worship, and we got a black man that's preaching the word of God. Can I get an amen, somebody? Can I tell you this? The only reason why that's unique is because this is the kingdom of God, and as, as disciples, we're meant to declare to the world this truth, okay? And this is on you and I to carry this truth because as racial and cultural issues happen in America and in society, we're meant to carry the good news of Jesus Christ. We're not meant to walk around and say, hey, you're wrong for this or you're, you're thinking this way. No, we're meant to carry the love of Jesus Christ. And as people see what we do, they'll want to know who we know. Can I get an amen, somebody? Amen. Which leads into my third point. Disciples go, disciples know, but disciples also grow. Disciples grow. How do disciples grow? Well, Ephesians 4 tells us that we are meant to grow in him who is the head of the body. You and I are the body of Christ and we're meant to grow in him. And as we grow in him and he grows in us, we lead those around us to him because they see that our lives are different than those who are around us. When people ask the question of, hey, what do you wanna be when you grow up? I don't know, I just wanna be obedient to God and whatever he calls me to do, I'm gonna sign up for that. Also, are you saying you want to preach one day? Well, if he calls me to it, I'll do it. Are you saying you want to lead worship one day? If he calls me to it, I'll do it. Oh, so, so you're saying you want to work in Burger King? If he calls me to it, I'll do it. Why? Because it's not about classism. It's not about racism. It's not about sexism, about he and she, or they don't have this, or they have that. They have too much, or they don't have enough. no. I carry the spirit of the living God and he is with me. And as people see who I am and see that I have a glow about me, even though I'm a little darker than most, when they see this glow internally and that I have a smile on my face rather than folks walking around depressed with no purpose in their life, they see that my purpose is according to him and I want to make more and more disciples. The only way, come on. The only way that I can make more it's because I'm a, I allow him to grow in me. What does this mean? That means that I die to my flesh and I allow the spirit of God to dwell in me and to grow in me. If you wanna look at a passage of scripture, go to Galatians 5 and you see the difference between the flesh and the spirit. And it's not that you have to, most time I ask people, hey, what it, uh, what's God teaching you right now? Patience. Man, that's the easiest thing to to. To, to pull off and say, right? It's funny, everybody's dealing with patience right now. God's trying to teach us patience. I wanna tell you, patience is a fruit of the spirit. Meaning God's already given you patience. Maybe you just need to operate in it. God's given you everything you need because you surrender your life to Jesus Christ. And in my time today, I just simply wanted to, to remind you what our purpose is according to Jesus to be commissioned right? Because he calls us to go. He calls you and I to know the difference between 
what the English language says, but also in its original context. And then we grow internally, but we also grow horizontally because as God changes you, he changes the world around you. So here's my last question before I leave in this time is do you have a relationship with Jesus Christ? This is the most important question that I could ask you. I ask you that because if you don't know him, you can. And he wants to know you. So in this time, I'd love to ask everyone to to bow your head and close your eyes, please. And I just want to simply ask in this space, maybe you can't be used by God because you don't really know God. I'm not saying you don't go to church or you don't go to camp. You do all these religious things. It's not that those were meant to be religious, but you're just tired. And you recognize right now in this moment, hey, I'm, I'm actually not a disciple, but I want to be. Romans 10, 9 says that if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. If you're in this room right now, you feel like I'm talking directly to you and your heart's about to beat out of your chest, would you, and you want to give your life to Jesus, would you just raise your hand above your head? You don't have to move to go anywhere. You can just raise it above your head. Just raise it up. Anyone else? This is the beautiful thing. Anyone else? Say, hey, I want to start my life with Jesus. Could you keep your hand up for a moment? If you're a leader, could you just look up and see if there's a student near you so that you could follow up and have a conversation, please? After this time. Amen. Hands down. Thank you so much. I'm going to pray for us. And then we'll be dismissed. Father God, I'm so grateful for you. So grateful for who you are to me. And I thank you for your son, Jesus. And God, thank you for the purpose that you've given each of us as disciples. To go, to know, and ultimately grow. Thank you that you're always with us. You will never leave us nor forsake us. You're with us to the end of age. And as you're with us, we're with you. So, God, I thank you for this time today. I thank you for your salvation. I pray for these conversations as they, as they leave today, that you will richly bless them and empower them to do your work. We pray all of this in the mighty and strong name of Jesus Christ. And everybody said amen, amen. You guys can stand to your feet. Thank you so much. Well, I hope today's podcast gave you some little secrets for your big breakthrough. If you are inspired and encouraged by this message, don't forget to check out our Crossroads Winter Conference in Gatlinburg, Tennessee in January 2022. You can find information about this event on our Clayton King Ministries website. Also, our speakers would love to be a part of your next event or speak at your church. You can request a speaker on claytonkinglive.com forward slash speakers. That's claytonkinglive.com forward slash speakers. And finally, please let us know how this podcast has impacted you on our Overcoming Monday Instagram account. You can send me a DM or leave a comment. 
Thanks for listening. I hope I've given you something to overcome your Monday.